I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of the Half Hour Fancy Podcast. I'm your host, Peter, joined this week, as usual, by Tom and Donny. How are you doing, Donny? Hi, I'm fine, thank you. Yourself? Off there. Not bad, not bad. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good, mate. How are you? Are you plenty of sleep? Yep, well rested. Yes, listeners don't know, Tom is now welcome to the Father Club. Tom's now a father, so feel That's free right. to... Send a wee congratulations t- tweet so his phone goes daft. And if he's not as uh, available on Twitter as he used to be, then you know the reasons. Me and Donnie's been there, so it's a walk the park, no problem. <laughs> right, so we started with no Scottish game this week. We dug it last week, plus international break. So we're going to this week discuss a wee bit of other fantasy games we play in the meantime. We all play FPL. I'm assuming most people who listen to the podcast play FPL. That's probably how they found the Scottish game. If you don't and you don't play FPL, then this is making up the podcast for you. Second part of the podcast, we'll be colouring the UEFA Champions League podcast. We just started playing it this year. Me and Donnie and Tom did start, but as Tom alluded to, life got in the way and I think Tom might fall away fit. So me and Tom, Donnie will discuss a wee bit in detail every so weeks because it's similar to the European game and the World Cup game. Shorter, it's what, six, seven, eight, there's only maybe eight, 13, I think 13 game weeks overall on. So it's split, it's like now in November, then it stops, it'll come back in February. So it's it's not bad. There's actually quite a decent uptake. I think there's over 1.5 million people playing it. I think even more than that. I checked, it was over a million anyway. So that's not too bad. So anyway, we'll go to FPL first. Uh, so much to discuss here. So we'll go to league first, or league top three. Number three is Mingus Eleven, Charles Mingus, with four six one overall. Number two is a very own Donny, 75 points, good game week score, up to 466. His team must be been right good night, by the way, been that high up so far. <laughs> Number one is FTOFFC, Fraser McLachlan, 488. So before we kick off, where is all our ranks? Tom, where do you rank? I think you're the lowest one, so I'll ask you first. Yeah, I'm 2.1 million. Right, and I am at 283,000. Where are you, Donny? I'm 103,000. And there's 13 points to me and you, so it just shows you the difference of 13 points yeah. and 50-odd K. So I'm going to start with Tom first. Tom went for a wild card last week. Tom, how did you get on and how is your team looking going forward? Yeah, I'm quite happy. Um, I got 61 points last week. Um, I've went uh, triple Man City with Haaland, De Bruyne, Cancelo. 
They got me over 30 points collectively with the Haaland captain. Um, I went double defence with Newcastle, so Trippier and Pope. Um, I think Pope's going to do well going forward, even if they don't keep clean sheets, just because of the amount of saves that he gets. And he is a bit of a bonus point magnet as well. Uh, up front, Mitrovic and Isaac. Obviously, Isaac's going to be out for a wee while, so I need to think about what I'm going to do there. Um, Madison, I took a wee sort of short-term punt on him um, to see how he'd get on. He's a bit of a placeholder because I can't quite fancy maybe either going for Zaha or Sterling in the future, but need to see how Chelsea get on. Uh, speaking of Chelsea, I've got James, obviously attacking full-back. Um, interested to see what Potter can do there. Uh, the cheapies are Neko Williams. He's managed to stay, and the Silva at Brentford. I've also got Andreas um, at Fulham as well as Mitrovic. So, despite them scoring a few goals last game week, neither of them were in the points. And Martinelli's there just as a bit of a placeholder as well. But with the game week twelve blank, he'll probably be going in the near future as well. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you next for a couple of Donny. How do you plan in navigating towards the World Cup and the blank game week with the squad you've got? Do you have any plans in place? Do you have any manoeuvres you're planning to do? Is he wets his mouth and drink of water first? Oh, is that for me? Yes, it's for you, yep. Oh, all right, going forward. Oh, um, I'm probably not going to get too bogged down with long-term plays because we're going to have another wild card once the World Cup uh, kicks in. Um... I probably would have to get rid of one of the City guys because I don't think my bench is strong enough to have all those guys on the bench. I've got Kufal at West Ham uh, on the bench just now and obviously James because Chelsea never had a game last week. Um, and the Silva, he's probably the one that I wouldn't be too chuffed about starting. So Neko Williams, although his stats are quite good, people keep quoting on Twitter his XG I and things like that. He's he's not really been amongst the points, and there's not really any signs of a clean sheet. He's only managed to get one assist so far, so I'm going to have to do something there. I could switch De Bruyne to another premium mid. Obviously, Son did well. He's the kind of flavour of the week, and then you've got Salah there as well. So I'll probably have to get rid of those guys. Martinelli's definitely going to go between now and game week twelve. So um, that's probably what I'll be concentrating on there. But most most of my plays would be with a view, either game week 17, the sort of fixture run up until that point, or just sort of short-term kind of swings, um, see who's see who's in form after this break, because it feels like we've been away a while with the international break and a few games cancelled with the, the Queen's funeral and stuff as well. Um, so, be interested to see how teams get on, particularly Chelsea, obviously, because we want to see how Potter can stamp his mark on that team. You've got four players for the blank game week 12. Yep, so Haaland, De Bruyne, Cancelo and Martinelli. And are you planning on, I'm guessing, just bench Haaland? Got to bench Haaland, I think. Don't want to lose value uh, in there. You probably end up going to lose some, lose some value there. Um, De Bruyne, it depends, how City, it depends how City play. Right. He's done, he's done quite well. He's got six assists and one goal. So if he continues that kind of form, his value could go up and again, that could... I mean, I maybe have to look at benching him. I think Cancelo's probably the easiest one to, to switch on because uh, he's not as attacking as what he has been last season. He's managed a goal and an assist. He is quite good for bonus points as well. He's had a total of seven uh, bonus points 
Um, so that's pretty good as well. But I could, it's, it's, it's an easy move to um, either Trent or someone cheaper. Obviously, Liverpool aren't the form team, so we're yet to see what's happening there. Um, but then you could possibly look at bringing him back again. Any thoughts on that, Doreen? Listen to Tom's talk about his team. Yeah, I mean, with your City players, I think you just got to hang on to them. I think there's quite uh, enough weeks to shift your Arsenal players. Like Jesus is only one booking away from a suspension. So you could lose him and then lose him again. So you might as well just maybe just punt him now and get the value on somebody like Tony. Um, I've got Saliba and Martinelli. Um, that I well, I'm on a wild card, which we're going to discuss, but I can work those two out. But I will probably still have three city players, and one will be De Bruyne, one will be Haaland, which I'm going to keep. And you could just rotate a defender with another defender and go back if you have to. But um, it's just one fixture, and there's enough time between now and then to, to plan around it. So I think most people will probably end up just doing the same thing, keeping Haaland and any of the big hairs and just working their way around the rest. Right, only to the start of your conversation, wildcard time. Talk us through why you're on a wildcard <laughs> <laughs> after such a good game week. And you can go through wildcard and go through position by position and me and Tom will offer maybe an alternative if we've got one at time. Yeah, so even the wildcard I sent you has, has probably changed, but we'll, we'll stick to that one for just now. Um, I will <laughs> hold my hands up and say I, I regret doing it, and, and I think that just comes from me not playing the game for a long, long time and maybe just being led with the chat that's on Twitter and whatnot that, you know, this was a good time to do it after the international break. I think if you have run to the World Cup, you've got another one. But I think the problem that you'll have, which is going to be mirrored in the Scottish game, is coming out of the World Cup, you know, players getting rested um, and things like that. And, and, and in hindsight, that probably would have been a better time to do it. Um, or even after Christmas in January, as you say, my team was probably good enough that I could have transferred through the next few weeks and um, any major disasters. But I pushed it, whether it's going to be successful or not, time will tell. But um, some of the holes that I wanted to fix was I had double Man City defence. Now, while that worked out in the last game week, and I think it's paid off um, three times this season, it was kind of putting me in a corner. Um, midfield, I wanted to, as I say, I've come off Jesus, so I wanted a big player in midfield, and I think De Bruyne um, is my route there. Um, perhaps move to Salah in the, in the blank game week and move back, depending on, on value. So, at the moment, or the one that I sent you, um, I had Pope and goals. Um, a lot of that's probably just to do you with can, ownership. You can talk as a new one if you want. Well, let's, let's find the one you're on right now. Uh, right, let me find it. And see just while you're looking for it, see the wild card, you'll talk about holding it. I think you lost it if you don't use it, Tom, am I right? You head up to the World Cup, and if you didn't use it by then, you lost it. It doesn't carry over. All right. So you had to use it at some point. Oh, so. well. Well, well, yeah. well. I don't feel so bad then. Um, okay. No, I'll carry on with this one because I've not um, not really focused that much on the other one. So uh, I've kept Saliba um, at the back. That one I might change. There's a uh, boy at Crystal Palace, 4.3 million. Mm-hmm. Um Greedy or Grady or something it's called. Um, I've gone for Stones, um, Man City defender, but he's now coming up as injured. So I might have to change that. And that was a move from Cancelo. It was just uh, trying to get a cheaper way into the same team. Um, I've got Trippier and Perisic, which um, I'm going to hold on to. 
and my other defender, which was Nathan Patterson, um, injured on international duty, I've gone to Delo at Man United. Mm-hmm. So probably won't have him for the next game week, but he's you can rotate him in and out quite easily um, with the rest of the, the defence that I've got there. One thing that I've not had all season is any Chelsea defenders. Um, and I was contemplating, you know, should it go goalkeeper or have somebody in there? So like Saliba, um, his spot will probably go to a Chelsea defender. Um, so moving on to midfield. We'll stop with Shaq, Tony. We'll discuss goalkeeping defenders first, and then we'll go to okay. midfield, right? So goalkeeper, Tom, you get you get Pope and goals as well? I got Pope, yeah. So I've got Pope as well, so I think that's a, a thumbs up for two yeah. in the goalkeeper situation. Is there anything yep. else, Tom, you would have thought about, or is just Pope the go-to goalkeeper, you think? I think he's the go-to goalkeeper at the minute. Um, even so, even some of the bigger teams where the, the stats are quite good, they're not, they're not keeping as many clean sheets as what we'd like. So... Um, Newcastle do seem to be stand out because Pope, as we said, has got the save points. And he's a bit of a bonus magnet as well. And Trippy, um, he's on corners or he's on free kicks. So um, there's always that goal threat there as well. So kind of hedges your bets with, with Newcastle. Yeah, I agree as well. Sorry, when you go. I was just going to say he didn't cover himself in glory last night for England, but <laughs> it's just the way it goes. Yeah. I, I was... There's... There's alternatives you want to be, if you want to kind of try to be something against the the template, I suppose. Uh, Henderson, short term, not in Forest, I suppose. He's another one that's kind of bonus bank, but his fixtures do turn later on. West Ham keeper, maybe potentially. I like also Gieta, but I think he's position might under threat. Am I right? They've bought another goalkeeper. Is it Sam Johnson? Is that right? So eventually they might rotate with him. Mm-hmm. And if you fancy the fixtures, I think maybe. Martinez at Villa, but the fact I'm saying maybe, 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 in fact, we're all on Pope, I think it secures that Pope's the right choice. Any defence, Tom? Is it MD you think offers value somewhere different you would go for than what you already said? I'd probably agree with the, going with a Chelsea defender over uh, an Arsenal defender. Yeah. Um, Fixture-wise, in the short term, that Arsenal have got Spurs, Liverpool, Leeds is not too bad, and then a blank. Um, so the next four aren't too great, whereas Chelsea, they've got Palace, Wolves, Villa and Brentford. So mm-hmm. um, maybe not be able to stretch the money to, to James, but um, Cucurella, obviously, ex-Brighton player. I'd imagine Potter's probably um, a big fan of him. So he seems to be he seems to be a good option there as well. Yeah, I think that's, that's probably one of the changes I will make. Um, City defence is, is obviously a hard one if you're not going... Cancelo, as I say, Stones is, is flagging up as an injury. Do you think there's anything else there that I could go for? And Diaz is six million. City defence seems to be listed in the podcast. They're starting to get players back, so there's probably more chance of rotation. So, I mean, I like to shout to James and Cucurella because they probably will play attacking full, fullbacks in Potter's system. You just hope they play and then they're. Kane and he'll chill well if he can stay fit I suppose an option but it's, we can stretch to that you were talking about Patterson going out of the team and I quite like to look at Everton defensively as it stands mm-hmm. around so I wouldn't mind taking a side step to another Everton defender for your cheap ones for example Tarkowski's down to 4.4 so if you wanted to stay in that kind of cheap way and then when Patterson gets back I believe his injuries were said it's shorter rather or longer so he won't be out for that long I don't think and yeah he's certainly played well his last he game, has looked good they've looked tight at the back because you can't really score much goals up front they look tight at the back so 
if he gets back fit, he's a nice cheap way into defence. The fixtures actually pretty good right now, then I believe they're not too shabby for the mm-hmm. going forward. We see Southampton, like Man United at home, Spurs away, <laughs> Newcastle, Crystal Palace, Film Western, that's not the worst run. But yeah, you see, I mean, I've got. Yeah, I've got Trippier. I was just saying, I've got Delow instead of Patterson. From a Man U point of view, we talked about it on the previous podcast. He is an easy way in. So I don't feel too bad about having that one. Trippier, yeah, as I say, I've had him since the start of the season. I guess my only concern would be him and Pope. I think he provides enough attacking returns um, that you can still make points out of him. Yeah, I think he's not better. Terasic is the one I'm kind of swear on because I had him for the start. I think he's great, but it's just the fixtures, his age, the rotational risk. He's in my team now, but he's actually first bench this week. And we'll get to my bit in a minute. So I might be looking to shift him out sooner rather than later. Perisic and go for more nailed. Maybe move to Chelsea. Yeah. I haven't got a Chelsea player like Tom has. I might move to Perisic to a James or a Chilwell at the back. A Kurakello, if that's the case. Yeah, right, you, you could look at possibly uh, a Kanji. Um, he's obviously a bit of a punt at Man City, five million. He played the last game oh, and they got the clean sheet, right, yep. and, he, and he played quite well. So, um, with Walker out injured, obviously Stones is out injured. He's played um, as a fullback before. A Kanji might be a decent option. Um, he, yeah, he played the full ninety minutes, and the, I think the situation with Pep is. He only tends to really make, he doesn't really take full advantage of the five subs. He's only really makes maybe one substitute. So if you're on a wild card and you're confident in your bench, you could always start him and then hope that he doesn't play. Um, he would get zero minutes and then your first yeah, bench yeah, would first come on. Mm-hmm. Right, midfield. Do you want to talk through midfield? Yep. So midfield, I'm going to go for Zaha. I've got Martinelli. Um, I've moved to De Bruyne. Um, other two midfielders are Andreas I think I've had since game week one he returns now and again and McAllister um, I suppose if you've got Gross um, you'd stick on him but I think McAllister takes set pieces so um, I've gone for that so again I'm quite happy I see Zaha in the same way as I see Sterling I think they're good goal scoring um, midfielders for their team Zaha's got the fixtures and he's a good price point uh, De Bruyne, I just think he is in a rich vein of form uh, prior to the international break. Game time, I mean, heaven Haaland, you could say game time at any point, but at the moment they have played all their games. Uh, I'm quite happy with that. Uh, Martinelli is probably one that I will need to move from, but it's hard to find value uh, between sort of six and a half, seven million. So, um, that's the way it's set up at the moment. Um, I don't think I'm missing anything there, but that's the way I see it. Hey, Tom, you ain't that midfield? Would any change? Um, well, at seven million, you've got the option of going Madison. Um, if you look at the fixture ticker from game week nine to seventeen, they're second. Seven point uh, nine. Only, only to. Oh, is it seven point nine? Seven point nine. Yeah. I'll that. Getting to you. Uh, I'm looking at his game week seven points. Uh, give me eight points, sorry. He got seven. That's what I'm looking at. A lot of folk um, rave about Madsen, but I just don't like Wester. You know, they're nah, no, know still bottom of the league, so it's putting a lot on, you know, a good he's, player, but he's on a bad team. So He's still been churning out the points, but that's why yeah. I, I, I made him move well, and get to him. I mean, I just think he's decent for the next five, six game weeks. If it doesn't work, then he'd sidestep somewhere else for that money. Yeah. That's why yeah. I was Zaha. I think Zaha's better. 
over the next what, half a dozen games plus. I think get better fixtures out of him. Um, and he's more of an attacking threat for that team. So I suppose you could easily change it um, and your team would still be pretty balanced. So I'll take that on board. The only yeah. one, only, I mean, there's nobody stands out because you can cover them all apart from the big hitters. I mean, I quite like, Saha is in my transfers coming forward. He will be in my mm-hmm. team before the World Cup into the Baron. But I don't know if you maybe go out to Nathan for a really cheap 5.6 and then He's nailed. He's quite attacking. Depends if the fixtures are not too bad. You don't have to always play him all the time. It gives you money elsewhere. Yeah. That's one option. And then, I don't know what the other thing is, maybe take a look at, there's a, a text you ready today, just look at the fixtures, go right, who's teams at a decent run of fixtures and take a punt in one of their cheapies and see if it turns out bad. And if not, I mean, our plan is to, kind of, my plan is to hold Mark Merlin and just keep him as a, on the bench for that one game week. I think he's... Yeah, I might have to. He's turning pretty well. I mean... He's pretty much nailed. He's very attacking, and even when you watch the highlights, even if he's not scoring a game, you can see him. He's very, very about. He's his xG must be pretty good, Tom. All the xG guys must love him because he is. He's always there. Yeah. Sometimes he has a pass before the assist, mind you, but he's he's all there and about. Right up top. Are you going to say Donny? Yeah, no. I was just going to say. I think if Rashford was fully fit, you mm-hmm. could go. You could go there. But again, he's another one that's got injury. Um, over his name, but um, yeah. So moving on to my forwards, I had um, three premium forwards. I had Haaland, Jesus and Kane. Um, and the only change I'm going to make up front is uh, Jesus, because I've already mentioned he's one booking away from being suspended and he also has that blank game week. I think Haaland and Kane can score pretty much any time against any team. Um, so fixture-wise, I'm not particularly bothered. Uh, and the man that I've brought on is Tony. Uh, he's on a rich fame form. He's been called up to the England team, which from you know World Cup just been um, a month and a half away. He'll he'll want to get involved as much as possible there. So I see good value in there. I guess the only name I'm missing out is maybe Mitrovic, um, and then further down I can't really think of anyone there. So I like having value up front because. That's where you can make your points, and and as I say, Holland and Kane. I'm certainly not going to make any changes there, and Tony seems good value, so it's going to be hard to talk about this one. No, well, I'm on Tony. I'm the same as you. I, yeah. I think it's Tony versus Mitrovic is kind of the argument. I think Tom will go on the other side of the coin in a minute, but it's just a case of you both have decent fixtures. They're both are talismanic for their team. They're, I mean, it is depending on you could jump one another but you know what would happen we'd end up scoring the one you don't have so it's I'm just I've decided at the point to go with Tony and so far he's outscored Mitrovic has added him in not to say that the next four weeks he could be outscored by Mitro but that's the way I'm going to do Kane I can't get to right now unless I totally rip apart my team so I have just to go pair my captain hand around maybe when I get to a final he's my wild card I might get Kane in what's your thoughts Tom on his front three yeah I mean I, I held Kane for quite a while he he went in my wild card Ideally, I would have wanted to keep him on, but I was just unsatisfied with my, my midfield, and that's really where the funds came from to, to try and beef up the midfield. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Um, so, Howland's obviously got to be there uh, just because he's, he's a gold machine. I have went Mitrovic. I do like him over um, over uh, Tony at Brentford just because of the the, the fixtures. Fulham do have Newcastle, but they are at home. Obviously, Newcastle are pretty good defensive, like three clean sheets so far. But then they do have West Ham, Bournemouth, Aston Villa, Leeds, and then Everton. Whereas Brentford, they've got to go away to Newcastle after their Bournemouth fixture this weekend. Um, they've got to play Brighton, who, you know, even though Potter's not there, they still know how to defend. Then they've got Chelsea. So even in the kind of short term, I, I, I prefer Mitrovic over that. Third striker role, um, I, I don't really know. I, I've, I've got Isaac just now. I'm, I'm considering my options. I do have 3.2 in the bank, so that would take me up to 10.2. So I can't stretch back to Kane again. I don't really want to take a punt on Obama Yang or anyone at Chelsea without kind of seeing how Potter's going to, to do because they're the, probably the best fixtures out of the kind of, the, in quotation marks, top teams. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a tricky one. But, I mean, Tony, Tony's form, you know, it's not always fixtures. Form can um, prevail. So, Tony is still a very good choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... You've tells your wildcard team, Tony, what is your plans heading towards a blank in a World Cup? Pass. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is where my experience shows. As I say, I've, it's probably been 10 years since I last played it. I will just keep an eye. Let's keep an eye on it and make sure nobody's injured and, and as I say, target the blank week and, and just keep things ticking over from there. I'm, I'm in, when you've wildcarded, your team should be pretty set. Um, you should have a strong start in 11 and your bench should be good enough uh, to come in. So defensively, I think I'm covered. Um, I've got good options there. Midfield, I'll probably only ever run with two or three in midfield um, and use my, my power three up front. But I'm not too much of a forward thinker in this game. I mean, obviously, the Scottish game is my, my speciality and um, still doing well there. So um, I don't know. I just plan it week by week. Not going to lie. <laughs> okay, okay. Right, so you will have a transfer. Tom, what's your transfer thoughts this week? Is it is it a striker? Is it the Isaac for someone? 
Uh, yeah, uh, it's probably going to have to be Isaac for someone else. The only other thing I could think of is benching him and then just seeing how things go. He's only owned by 7.6%. Um, I think I kind of caught the the price rise on him with the wild card. So if he goes down by 0.1, I, I don't think it's going to make too much of a too much of a difference. Yeah. Um, so I could possibly bench him this week and look at my options because obviously it does feel like a long time since we've had some of the teams in the Premier League uh, playing. Okay, so I didn't use a wild card. I'll go to me now. I didn't use... So I went with my team at a stands as... Let me see. Pope and goals, trip at the back, Cancelo, Patterson, Perisic, Martinelli, and Diaz de Silva, Tony, Jesus Highland, on the bench is Ward, Diaz, Harrison, and Trent. So I've already made my move. I've run Madison in before I think he's going to, I think he's going to price rise for the weekend. So bring him in. So I'm set up right now. Pope and goals, back three, Trippier, Cancelo, Trent, Madison, Martinelli, Harrison, Leeds, Diaz, Jesus, Tony, Haaland up, eh, up top, and Perisic, first sub, Andreas, Pat- Patterson, and Waldorf's on the bench. So I don't tend to use a chip right now. My, I think I told you before, my original plan was if I can get through to game week 16, use it like a, a free hit. Because right, my team's set up pretty well. Obviously, made the move for Madison. The game week 12 situation is I probably just want to keep Harland and Martinelli on the bench, have a decent first sub. And before I get there, I'll be getting rid of Cancelo for someone at the back. And Jesus will be going next week. So it's a case of just one transfer at a time. And hopefully, come game week 13, if I need a wild card, I need a wild card. And if not, I'll just keep moving in that direction. And that's the plans. So we'll jump to Scottish game before Tom departs. So first of all, the cup setting legs this weekend. So I will tweet about it near the time people remember this as a setting leg. So used to Donny's trailing, Tom's drawing. So no pressure, guys. And we've got one question which is related to our transfer. So the question is based. Oh, who's it from actually? Scottish Premiership Fantasy Tips. Yep. Yeah, that's what another one's up. At Scott yep, Prem Fantasy. At Scott <laughs> Prem Fantasy, good account to follow because he every week picks a best of the value budget he's got. So it's good to follow even if you're a newbie, not too sure. It's a very good uh, account to follow. His is best skills replacement. So I'll say that at the same time we're doing what is your final transfers plans this week, Donny? Um so I just kind of picked up in the, the app this morning um, when I was doing my expert tips and, and trying to work out what I was going to do because ideally I would have just kept scales on the, on the bench, well, kept scales in my team and used them as a bench trick player. Um, but I think you might have to target some of the double game week players and to try and get some value there. So I mentioned in the last podcast about Yakaviti potentially being a good um, option. Ross County will probably get the best of the double game week fixtures. Um, so I might go there. I do have Solholm, um, which would, would give me two games out of him, but one is against Celtic um, and then Ross County away. So, you know, I might get four points out of him. Um, so I don't know whether I'll leave him or not. Some of the other double game week teams are St. Johnston, 
They've got Dundee United away, Kilmarnock away, and then Celtic. So you don't want to tie yourself up there. Kilmarnock have got Aberdeen away, St. Johnson at home, and then Hearts at home. Again, defensively, they are not sound. And Ross County, as I've touched on, I've got Hibs at home, Motherwell home, and then Livingston away. So it's um, quite good as far as that's concerned. You could plan ahead. Hibs and the United have got a double game week the following week, so you could bring in somebody there. But I need somebody in midfield as well, and it's the Ayunga spot. Uh, St. Millen do have a good fixture, but it's whether somebody will outscore him over two game weeks. So... That's really where I'm at at the moment. I had the St Johnston player, is it Carey? Yeah, he's I think he's four million as well. Yep. Which you know, it's a it's a brave move if I if I stick with it because you know St Johnston aren't exactly a prolific team, but over two games, over the extra game, he might just do enough. Um, I'm still not set on my transfers. Um, I'm waiting to see what the Rangers Hearts news brings. Because if somebody like Kolak's out, um, then that's probably a bigger, bigger hole that I have to fix. Um, but for scales, as I say, ideally I would have kept them. But looking at the double game weeks coming up, you probably could make better gains um, on the teams that I've talked about, and then maybe go back to them if his value's fallen and he's, he's you know, you can go back to him. It's a tricky one for me because I had a bad week last week, and I, I need to kind of get back on track. So. Um, I need to be quite careful with my transfer selections. Yep, don't think through anger. Don't <laughs> press wildcard through anger. No. Uh, me, personally, before we get to you, Tom, I'm going to keep in my team as the bench player. My transfer is... Yakovetti, is that you say, Tony? Yeah, Yakovetti. He's my transfer in for Atkinson, so I had another kind of fire there. So I've already got two Hibs players in my team. And I'll, and who's the midfielder again? Who's the midfielder from Motherwell? It's playing pretty well. I've just been totally blank. Yeah, Spittle. I've got him as well. So he'll be on my bench. So he'll just use him as a trick. So if he does something, he does something. If he doesn't, then like if any, then he goes back at the team next week. And like I already see you kind of mentioned, Hibs double game week, I'm already kind of set up for it. You'll, you'll have Boyle as well. So you'll already have one. Yeah. So I'm not wanting to put my team for the sake of double game weeks. None of the teams really have fantastic two games in a trot, so it's just like having one in. It's for me, it's a cheap alternative all the time, and then if there's more, you can rotate it back out on fixture swings. For scales, I, I think you mentioned it last week. Like if it is one, I would be champion as a replacement. If your team set up okay, I don't think you need to sell him because he's probably one of the better cheaper defenders in the game. But at the same time, if you on a double Aber- if you're on a double Aberdeen defence and you want to get off him, it's maybe the best chance to do it because then. You might not do it next time round. He's banned for the game. Get somebody else in and then you won't get the cruising goals. What's your thoughts, Tom, on scales, replacements and your transfer thoughts for the week? Yeah, I'm probably going to go Yakaviti as well. Quite fancy bringing him in. And even though I'm not, I don't really fancy either Motherwell or Kilmarnock to keep a couple of clean sheets, I've got to kind of keep a hold of them for the double. So scales will come up for Yakaviti. Um, looking at Harps' fixtures, they've got Rangers this weekend, so I really fancy them to do much there. Then they've got oh. Kilmarnock. <laughs> <laughs> then they've got Kilmarnock, Aberdeen and Selick. So it's a bit of a tough run. And since I brought him in, he's not really done anything for me. So um, he'll probably make way for St. Johnston player, Carey. Um, and you can take a punt on the, the, um, the double game week players and try and gain some ground. Yeah. Two shouts for Carey. This is podcast Bizarro World. I know. 
one thing about St. Johnson, they're not as bad as they have looked. They're looking like they're showing signs of life. So before at the start of the season, we'd written them off and we'd like, no, nah, don't touch them. But now you're a wee bit of fighting in there, slowly turn the corner, maybe it's really, really slow, but they're looking better than they were. So it's not a bad a shout, as I would have said three or four game weeks ago. Right, that is us finished. Unless you get any ad Scottish game wise. Donnie? No, no, I'm Tom? happy. Hey, Tom, you can, you can depart. I mean, Donnie will discuss a few bad Abbey's League football before we finish up. I'll be listening in when I do my wild card. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next week. See That's you next right. week. Bye-bye. Right, Donnie, me and you, fantasy game. It's the only people that play it. I'm going to go, there's my team, there's my team. Right, so I'll let you go first because you've got a, a much higher rank. You've much been played so far so well, so... What's your point so far? And what okay, so I have got... Oh, is it just didn't refresh there. I am on 192 points, uh, which is an overall ranking of 4,537. So there's one over 1.75 million players. So being top, top 5,000 or 4,500 is pretty good. Um, so this is a game, obviously, first time playing it, mainly because Rangers are in the Champions League. Um, I've turned my attention. I did do the Euros one um, previous year. It has got a similar feel to it. Um, so I, I'm quite enjoying it, um, albeit that my team's not doing very well in the actual uh, league itself. But um, no, it's good. I like the way that you've got transfers right up until the deadline. That's yeah, um, good. I quite like that. You can, you can get a sure thing straight away. If you yeah. Especially with some of the teams you don't particularly recognise. If you've picked a dud, that doesn't start, you can move to, to somebody that is in the start lineup. So that's quite good because my knowledge of European football outside of the, the recognised teams is zip. So, you know, discovering all these Ajax defenders and Porto forwards um, has been it's been quite good. I've managed to get a few gems. Also that because you've got games on Tuesday and Wednesday, um, it's, you know, you can spread your team that you can make the change if you get a blank or you fancy the gamble and you can chop that and change nice, yeah. and that happened in game week one I think we all went on Benzema the clutch against Celtic it didn't happen um, and then we went on Lewandowski um, the next night and he he came big so it's good it kind of gives you a second bite of the cherry a lot of chips um, get played which was something I was unfamiliar with um, in the group stages you you did you wild cards game week two? I wild card last week. The reason the chip yeah. is like people, as you said, do the same as what you mentioned. It's like they really don't know the starting eleven, so they pick a team based on what they think. And once you get the knowledge of the starting, then they wild card the week after, then they can know who's playing. So that's guys that play the game every year, they know yeah. how to go. So to me as a novice, I just felt that game week three was the best one to do the wild card because those fixtures then reverse the following week. So the team that you pick should be decent enough to carry over uh, two game weeks. It also means that these are still live matches um, before you get to, well, certainly six, but five. From game week. Most games should be live by game week five and then six. You just have to see what you've got left. So my plan would be to wildcard match day three, take me through match day four, and then maybe limitless on match day five. So for me, it's just about targeting fixtures. So I've wrote a few down, Bayern Munich at home and to Fleven, is that how you pronounce it? So they'll have them home and away. Liverpool obviously play Rangers home and away. Um, and whilst I'd like my own team to do well in that, I think they will 
be overpowered um, in that respect. Man City, I've got home and away games to Copenhagen, probably the weakest team in that group. And Madrid are home and away to Shakhtar, I think are probably the weakest team in that group. So that's four teams that you can already identify as having good fixtures through match day three, match day four. Um, so it'll just be, you know, once I get back on the app and sort of play around with it, um, I'll go with that. But I've been impressed with Ajax, although they, they didn't have a good result um, against Liverpool. They, 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 they seem quite a good team. Um, who else? Milan taking over quite good. Um, Real Madrid will probably go on to win it, let's be honest, but um, they're doing not too bad. Some teams are quite slow in starting. Chelsea obviously had a bad result to start off. They'll surely qualify, but they've got Milan. I don't fancy that. That's not a bad thing, a slow start. It means that they yeah. come game week, game week six, you've actually got somebody with a team something to kind of play for and you can kind of target the teams. If, for example, yeah. Chelsea had to win game week six, then you can move in that direction. Whereas- PSG, Tasty as well. So, I mean, they play Benfica, so you get value out of their players most, most game weeks, but... No, it's, I'm definitely enjoying it. Whether it's just a lucky start, we'll, we'll wait and see. But uh, uh, you're, you're, you're things, your sound process, because then I went last week because when I looked at my team after game week one, I had lots of fires. My team was also, I picked a, yeah. I think it was, I a decent game week score. I had 91 points, or 95 points. Yeah, but I don't. That was quite low compared to other people who played the game. So I'm like, right, okay. So I well carded looking, as you said, game weeks two, three, and four fixture wise. And the plan is pretty similar to you. I am going to. Use one transfer this week mm-hmm. because I want Byron. I've got one. I've already got one Byron player, Sani. They've got the early kickoff, so they've got the team news. So I'm going to move off Perisic, I believe, to a, the cheap and most nailed Bayern Munich defender. One's five million, one's five point one. So as long as I play, go there, roll that transfer, and then game week four. I'll use three transfers, I believe, to try to target. I think I've got to have it here. Who thinks a good match day five? I it somewhere. I know you're going to laugh, but I've actually got Celtic over Shakhtar Donetsk as one of the players I might target. Yeah. Because probably um, the most winnable game. Yeah, I would agree uh, with that. Paris against Mayahaki Health Hyphy, or I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That team. And then that would lead me into game week. No, if I said that right. Game of I was game week five, so game week five. So it depends on what I do. I might just do one limitless that carries over and a three transfers for the last for the fifth game week or the fourth or the last game week, and then obviously get a new wild card after that, and then it's kinda hopefully you've got I suppose there's no matter at that point. We can just all just decide who do you fancy making the next round of the quarterfinals and try to pick a team accordingly because yeah, you kinda keep on re fixing your team, it's gonna cost you hits. So just yeah. stay, stay kind of engaged. Uh, not. So my plan transfer was you're going to have a look. You haven't done it. You're going to have a look and maybe activate the wild card. I'm going to use one transfer, free for next week. I in game I wrote it down in game week limitless five. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, as I say, I think just because the fixtures balance out, I think that's the best way to look at it for me. As I say, you can target Bayern, Liverpool, City, Madrid. Um, they've See all got winnable games, home and away. I haven't got Liverpool, and there's no way I get to them without a set. Yeah, I'm. I'm as much as this sounds like anti-Celtic fan, I hope we don't go daft against you, because I think well, if Salah yeah. goes big, then I could be left in the dirt here. So. <clears throat> I've had Trent both. Yeah, I've kept Trent in my team, didn't really do much. Um, and that's the only other one. But I've had like a Bellingham. He's mm-hmm. done well his first two games. 
Um, Cancelo's done well. Modric, not so much. Um, I've got some guy from Bruges, Ferran Jutkla. He got me what, 14 points the last ah, game. Ah, that's right, that's right. He's a good one. Um, so just little ones like that that I've never heard of before and then they clutch up for you is, is quite good but I think Real Madrid will will probably still win it they seem the, the most bankable team in this format It's something to add as well that we will probably benefit obviously because you don't know what three teams he started playing it the World Cup fantasy starts in November and a lot of these yes. will actually come familiar so actually give me a bit of a heads up going I've watched this guy play I know he's good yeah. I can bring it to my team yeah, especially for the smaller countries where you're looking for value, it's definitely definitely worth a punt. I mean, we'll know the Japanese squad inside out because of Celtic. But you'll uh, punt, I, punt on that. Their group isn't the best, so yeah, I might know them, but they're not very good groups, so I don't plan on punting on for very much longer no. and potential no windy good. week. Jason Cummins up front for Australia. No? Uh, that was that was, <laughs> that was just. He's been captain scoring already, but he just he switched. It was a friendly, so he switched. Yeah. That's how you can do it. Yeah, so he scored. If, he, if he's stuck in and he's getting me to score, then that's, that's like a fairy tale because it was what? But Falkirk and Dundee, they couldn't get a game of Dundee, couldn't get a game of Dundee and then went down there. That's right. Well, well Griffiths is down there too, but he's, <laughs> he's a bit further away. Fighting with the fans. Right. Less about him, the better. So, if you get an start, Donny, I know it's not really, didn't really be kind of no, about it. We'll cover that next time. I'm enjoying it. The point system's quite good, um, the way that they do it. But um, I'm no doubt we'll fall we'll flat on my face just through an experience. But two good game weeks, uh, good overall rank. It keeps you engaged. And as I say, wild card next. Um, hopefully, I can maintain the momentum. Yep, I'm interested to see a wild card when it is on Twitter <laughs> just to see how it looks. Because one thing you've got to take it a slight aspect is it'll revert back to that team in game week six. So. Yes. If you pick too many players that are qualified, then you might have to take that in game week six. You know, yeah. Maybe a full strength team out. But then if it worked to what you think worked, it might not really matter by that point because you're going to have to have, suffer one bad game week and then True. in a wild card. Right, okay. That is us finished. We will be back next week covering all things Scottish again. Indeed. Uh, anything else to say, Donna? Are you happy to stay? No, no. It's good to have domestic football back. Um, and good luck to Scotland tonight. But um, yeah, just bring on the Rangers. Please <laughs> you give me your plug for you go. Okay, I am at FFS underscore Donny. I'm at Fantasy Half and Tom is at FFS Scout. So thanks for listening. We'll see you again in the next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.